Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Irish on Tap, the podcast about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish presented to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on social at BeatOn300, and you can follow our main account at ONTAP Irish. And it is game week. It is bowl week. We are here to get you guys ready for our matchup against Oregon State this weekend. A lot of transfers, a lot of opt-outs, a lot of different faces. And, and one thing, too, that should be noted about uh, the bowl game is, is that players that are on a red shirt do not get a game counted against them. So players that maybe only played four games or didn't even get to that four game mark will get the opportunity uh, to go out there and play in the bowl game. So I think that, yeah, there are some big names that are going to be sitting out this bowl game. You get opportunities for guys that otherwise would not have had those opportunities in live game reps against a power five opponent and a pretty good opponent in Oregon state. So a team that, throughout the last few seasons has built a brand of hard nose, good defense and hard nose running game. Like they just, they run the ball. Well, they had Ilyungalale who I don't know if he'll be playing in this game or not. I got to double check and see what their opt outs look like, but on the, on the ground, they have a good offensive line and a quality back. And then on defense, they just, they just punched. So I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. I think this is going to be a tighter game. The game opened up as a 10 and a half point tilt towards Notre Dame. And now the line's down to six and a half uh, with the players that have announced that they won't play uh, in this game. And yeah, so there are quite a few players that, that are opting out of this bowl game. So opt out tracker uh, is the big one. So you got Cam Hart. He opted out. You got Sam Hartman. He opted out. You have, uh, Audric Estime, who opted out, and you have Joe Alt and Blake Fisher, who opted out. So it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be the same Notre Dame team that we've seen uh, throughout this season. It's going to be quite a few guys that that will not be uh, out there on, on Friday or whatever day of the week. I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. I'm doing this on Christmas, by the way. But um, let's see what else. So Howard Cross is coming back for another year. He'll be out there. Non-Alasafo Mensa obviously entered the transfer portal. Chris Tyree in the transfer portal, so he won't be there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, definitely want to see the death chart. So Irish Breakdown, shout out to them if I can get this pulled up. I just released the death chart for before the Sun Bowl, uh, which – it is Friday, so I can get my days straightened out. But at quarterback, you got Steve Angeli and Kenny Kenny Minchie. Minchie is the freshman, obviously, backing him up at running back. So you got Jeremiah Love, Jadarian Price, Jabrian, Jabrian Payne. All three of those guys we've seen enough of throughout the season uh, to, to be comfortable going into a game uh, with them getting the rock. I don't think it's it's going to be as comfortable as if it was Audrick Esme, but Stuff has been seen from those guys uh, to know that they can go out there and perform on Friday. At the receiver position, you got Jaden Thomas, uh, wide receiver one, Jordan Faison, wide receiver two, Jaden Greyhouse, wide receiver three, and all of their backups, with the exception of KK Smith, we've seen throughout their career here at Notre Dame. So you got Colsey, you got Salerno, and KK Smith. Uh, Eli Raritan will be starting at tight end, 6'7, 250, backed up by Cooper Flanagan or Davis Sherwood. And then the offensive line, a little bit, a little bit different. So Charles, Charles J- Jagasaw, 
330 freshman from Illinois will be getting his first start at left tackle. Pat Coogan, obviously, he's been a staple on, on the line. Uh, Ashton Craig at center, sophomore from Indiana. Billy uh, Scrouth is a sophomore from Wisconsin. And Tosh Baker is a senior from Arizona. So a little bit different on the O-line. Definitely not what we're accustomed to seeing uh, as far as that goes. And then let me see if the, D, the defense should go. Hold on. All right. So the defense, and this is all actual, like, Death charts posted uh, to websites. So this has got to be people that went to the press conference and got these. But uh, Jordan Patelho, Riley Mills, Howard Cross, and Javante Jean-Baptiste. So nothing changes there. Uh, linebacker position, you got J.D. Bertrand, Jack Kaiser, and Jalen Sneed. And then in the secondary, you got Xavier Watts. You got D.J. Brown. Jaden Mickey, who will be stepping up and starting in the absence of Cam Hart. And then you got Benjamin Morrison. So, uh Nothing too crazy on defense. The offense is significantly different from what we've seen throughout the season. But in this game, I think that you're going to have two teams that, yeah, both teams want to win the football game, but they're not, they're not in the current or they're not in the state of team that they were when they were at their best throughout the season. They're missing key players at key positions to where it's kind of hard to predict what exactly this game will look like. I think that our defense has looked great throughout the season, and I think theirs has too. So that's kind of where I'm going with this being a lower-scoring game. I think that we could win this game maybe like 24-21 to 21 or 24-17, to 17, something lo- lower than 50 total points. A lot of our games this season have exceeded that 50, sometimes closer to 60, Uh, total point range because we have an offense that when it has all of its pieces can put up points and you know whether or not you think Sam Hartman did good or not this year this team without Sam Hartman is drastically different and furthermore so this team without Audra Kessima and Joe all is way way different so be patient this isn't a uh the New Year's Six Bowl game, or this isn't the college football playoff game, so it's not the end of the world if we don't win or if we don't dominate, but it is a phenomenal opportunity for Angeli. It's a phenomenal opportunity for the running backs and the receivers, and some of those guys on the offensive line that are going to get to start this game that would not have gotten to start this game if those guys did not elect to opt out. I think the good thing about opt-outs are is if This is the way I look at it. If you're not going to go to the college football playoff and you're not in a New Year's Six bowl game and you're still an NFL player, it's good for all the parties involved that you don't play in the game, right? We saw what happened like eight years ago or nine years ago when Jalen Smith got hurt in the Fiesta Bowl and it ruined his draft stop. We certainly don't want any of our players that have an opportunity to get drafted to risk injury to play in the freaking Sun Bowl. Now, if it's the college football playoff or a New Year's Six Bowl game, it's different. But I understand them not playing in this bowl game, and it works. It's twofold. It works good for the younger players in our program because it gives them a full game at the end of the season to see where they're at and to see how they've grown as a player heading into the offseason, heading into an offseason where they could be deemed the starter by the end of it. So I think it – it ends up working out uh, 
Um, you would like to see Audric Estime and Sam Hartman play another game as, as a member of Notre Dame football team. You'd like to see it from a guy like Sam Hart or Joe Alt. But you've got everything that you could possibly have gotten from these guys throughout their time at Notre Dame. So you're happy for them, and you can't wait to see how good and, and in shape they look when they come back for pro there or if some of those guys uh, get the invite to the NFL combine. So very, very excited for that, for those guys that will be moving on to go play at the NFL. And, and for the guys that will be stepping up and playing in their spots, I'm very excited for them to get out there and be the starters in a bowl game for Notre Dame. It'll be a special moment for them. And they will want to win the football game just as bad as we want them to win the football game. Now, as far as the lines go for this game, I had mentioned uh, the spread is six and a half points. Pretty standard for, like, with with all the opt-outs, with the players that won't be making the trip or the people that transferred. You don't really know what you're going to get. It's going to be a hard game to handicap. I will take the six and a half all day because this is my team. I want them to win. Uh, but the over-under is 41 and a half, which is actually one of the lowest totals if not the lowest total that we've seen all season. Uh, yeah, looking at our schedule, it has to be the lowest total, unless the Duke game was lower, and the Duke total was 52.5. So, yeah, lowest total of the season, uh, a tight line, and just a bunch of the unknown because we really don't know who will be playing in this game. Uh, if you're wagering on this game, good luck. I will be taking the 6.5 because I'm a homer. That's on me. Uh, this is not gambling advice, but that's just what I will be rooting for. So that is what will be going in the bet slip. I do think that there is going to be some good value on some of the anytime touchdown scores. Uh, guys like Jeremiah Love, guys like Jabrian Payne, guys like Jaden Greathouse. That like somebody's got to score, right? I know that. Yeah, it's only forty-one and a half total points, but I still think that. Even with our backups, there's no reason why we can't get to up, you know, at least 21 points. I think the final score prediction would be, I'll say 20, I'll say 24 to 17 is the final score. And offensively, the player of the game is going to be Jaden Thomas. I think one of the more experienced receivers in the room someone that can kind of lead the way uh, for a young and inexperienced quarterback and young, young and inexperienced receiver and running back room. And also too, the line that we're trotting out there is one of the less experienced lines that we've seen in recent Notre Dame history. So you got to keep all those things in mind, but I just pray for the best, but expect the worst because we have no idea what we're going to see in this game. I would hope that with the extra time that they've had to prepare and all the adjustments that they've had to make, that this is a team that comes out firing on all cylinders on Friday. But I can't guarantee that. We really don't know what we're going to see. But whether we win or lose, uh, I'll be back here on the other side to recap it for you uh, and, and get you guys ready for the offseason, get you guys ready for the draft, and kind of just develop a plan to try and get uh, some more offseason interviews and more content for you guys during the downtime. But, yeah, offensively, I'm going to go with Jaden Thomas. Defensively, I am going to go with Howard Cross. I think it starts up front. It starts in the middle. And that's a guy that can create and set the tempo for our defense in a game where we're a little undermanned. Not as undermanned as the offense, but a guy that is a captain and a leader on that defense that I expect to create havoc 
for a power running team that likes to run right down the teeth of the defense. Uh, other than that, uh, like I said, the score prediction for me is 24 to 17. Uh, and we'll be back with you guys on the other side. Uh, the post-game recap will drop at some point Monday afternoon. Uh, we'll be traveling with this week. I've got a lot going on, obviously, with the holidays and stuff. But one more opportunity for our guys to go out there and show who they are in the 2023 season. And I look forward to seeing uh, what that team looks like out there on Friday. And I look forward to Notre Dame hopefully finding another way to win the football game. But with that being said, uh, this was the final pregame episode of Irish on Tap of the season. Make sure to throw our social media as a follow at ONTAP Irish and at DDON300. We'll be back with you guys on Monday to recap the Sun Bowl, whether we win or lose. We really do appreciate you guys, whether it's your first episode tuning in with us or you've been with us since our very first episode back in 2019. We got nothing else for you guys. As Mama would always say, Irish by a thousand and no Irish. Thank you.